0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring
1: professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. Hello, it is Jack Gill and welcome to Red Bend News. I hope you all had a good bank holiday weekend. I'm joined by Lauren Black today for this one. Lauren, did you have a good weekend?
0: Yeah, it was nice. The weather was lovely, wasn't it? So it was just nice to be able to sit in the garden and, and chill for a little bit, did you?
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad at all, was it? The football on as well, the Bundesliga, yeah. so stick that on, watch watch a bit of footy and, and a nice long weekend. Uh, we've got lots of news today. Um, we're going to start with the Shakiri stuff. Um, Dominic King tweeted this morning that Newcastle have sounded out, Jordan Shakiri's representatives, about a move this summer Liverpool will not stand in his way if the initial talks firm up and Shakiri would be interested, providing the takeover goes through. I think this is interesting, Oren. Um, for a while, I, I think Shakiri's future at Liverpool has been uncertain. He's not had too much game time this season. Nonetheless, I think he's been an important player since he's he, he signed for us, obviously. He's got that memorable United game where he scored two and got Jose Mourinho sacked. Um, he's got Liverpool Barcelona. Obviously he was he was involved in that, got an assist for Wine goal. Um, and I remember Derby performance against Everton. He's been superb against them as well. Um, so he's he's got nice moments in a Liverpool shirt, but there's not been too many of them, has there?
0: No, you're right, there's not been too many. He, has, he hasn't really been like a fit a first team starter for a while now. Um, he obviously had like that really dry spell at the beginning of the year. Obviously, came in for the Everton game, played well, um, had like all the memorable moments last season. But yeah, he just hasn't been, you know, the the main main man for us this year. Um, obviously, it's hard to compete with the likes of Salah, Mane for me, you all them type of players. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to, to know that Newcastle interested them because obviously they are in the midst of that takeover. And obviously last week they were linked with them, um, Koulibaly. So then to go from Koulibaly to Shakiri is a bit of a mad one. But obviously. Uh, If they're offering him, you know, first team games, regular starter, then he he probably will be wanting to go there because especially with some of the players that we've been linked with so far, whether that's true or not, if we do sign some people, he's obviously just going to go down the pecking order even more.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting because when you talk about improving your squad, Shakiri is going to be a man that we're going to look to improve on. And, you know, he's, he's a very good player. But have we sort of surpassed that level of player? I, I think so, judging by his game time this season. And, and, you know, he's a player that will probably want more game time. And when, as you say, Newcastle in, in the middle of this takeover, and actually this may be a very good first signing for them, a player with, experience at a top club, Champions League experience, you know, it it might be a very good signing for Newcastle and uh, a very good signing for Jordan Shakiri, who will now see uh, himself get a lot more action if he can stay fit, of course, so it's going to be very interesting to see how this one pans out I personally do think he'll he'll be on his way out of Liverpool uh, when the transfer window opens, but it'll be interesting to see if it is Newcastle he stays, he goes to or if he goes somewhere else abroad let us know in the comments what you think will Newcastle be a good move for Jordan Shakiri, what do you think about it from a Liverpool perspective do you think he's better off going abroad Uh, let us know in the comments um another day another Timo Werner news story uh and we've got uh, uh, an article here from transfermark.co.uk they say that Liverpool are unwilling to pay Timo Werner's 55 million release clause um this is interesting Lauren because I know Sky reported this as well uh, a few weeks ago um I, at the time, thought that it may be that we feel as though we can get him cheap. Obviously, for a long time, he's flirted with the move to Liverpool. It's very clear that Timo Werner wants Liverpool as his next destination. What do you make of it? Um, Do you think that's the case? Or or do you think that maybe, with all the coronavirus stuff going on, our our interest in Timo Werner is falling?
0: Uh, I think it's a mixture of a few things. I think, obviously, Liverpool will want to try and get him at the best price possible. Um, and obviously we don't really know what's going on with the transfer window at the minute due to all the coronavirus stuff. But I think that I don't think they're going to get him any cheaper than fifty five million. Obviously that's his release clause. Um, he's currently um, worth sixty four million. So you know if if Leipzig know that he's worth sixty four million, they're not going to let him go for less than fifty five. And obviously you know if if it turns out that a deal is done or it isn't done, and he stays at Leipzig for another season, and he improves even more, then Leipzig are going to want 70 80 million for him this Sam next year. So I think, I think if they've got really one, they really need to get him now while they can get him on the, on the release clause, which is £55 million, because I don't see Leipzig going any less than that.
1: Yeah, it is very interesting, because obviously, as you say, 55 million in itself is, is a big steal for, for Timo Werner. So getting him for cheaper than that seems almost impossible. But if if he doesn't want to sign a new contract at Leipzig, Leipzig, Leipzig may be forced into selling him for cheaper than that. And, you know, with everything going on in the transfer market and with all the coronavirus stuff, you never know. Prices might plummet and, and fall massively, so it, it may—it's going to be very interesting to see how this develops. Because, as you know, before before all this coronavirus stuff, it seems pretty certain that Timo Werner would be a Liverpool player. Uh, this summer, but you know, now it's a a bit, slightly more doubtful than it was um, a few months ago, that's for sure, Um, let us know again what you think in the comments, do you think we'll get Timo Werner on the cheap, or do you think um, we need to push for that release clause if we can, Um, Mbappe 2020, I've not spoken about this stuff for a long, long time Um, but again, here's another player flirting with a move to Liverpool he has called Liverpool a machine so Lauren, he's gone from playing with us on FIFA saying that he wants to play one day to now saying that
0: we're a machine um, yeah. still very unlikely though isn't it yeah still very unlikely I doubt it you know if we don't even want to pay £55 million for Timo in I don't think we're going to be paying 100 £150 million for Mbappe um, as much as we'd all love to see him in a Liverpool shirt but yeah it's just nice that it, he obviously knows you know, that we're all big fans of him and he's been linked with us for a while and stuff like that so for him to be flirting with us like this isn't, um, isn't the most ideal but it's just nice that you know we're being recognised by players like that and by you know other top clubs in the country that you know we are just we're not just a one season wonder who just happened to win the Champions League last season like we are we are getting back to our best now and players you know of his calibre even though he's still so young you know just highlighting the fact that we're doing so well is nice but yeah I, I don't I don't think we'll be seeing him in Liverpool shirt next season that's for sure
1: absolutely not and and all this coronavirus stuff only only uh prevents it a a bit more than it was already unlikely but you know I I think it's very doubtful now as much as we'd all love Kylian Mbappe at Liverpool I can't see it happening um definitely short term anyway but you know it's nice to hear a player of his caliber say these sorts of comments about us and and you know for for a player like Mbappe one of the best players in the world to say these sort of comments about our club is just fantastic isn't it so hopefully um you know, hopefully in a few years we'll, we'll see him with us. But for now, I think we'll have to see him uh, from afar at other clubs continue doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um there's more news on the Premier League's return. We've got an article from the Mirror here talking about um, a TV bonanza and, and the sort of deal that Sky are looking for if, for, for when it is to return. Um, it says that they want, uh, they've want they got a strategy for rebate minimisation. Uh, on Thursday's agenda, they've got a big meeting, which means they're going to try to keep Sky, BT Sport and Amazon happy. Obviously, they want to keep um, the fee that the clubs will have to pay at the end of the season at a, at a minimum. Um, it yeah. does say that Sky... You you know, want uh, up to five showings on a, on a weekend, you know, the 12, 2, 5 um, and, and you know, stuff like that. So I, th- I think it's going to be very interesting when football returns. We've seen with the Bundesliga, BT Sport have got obviously all the games, but a lot of them are on at the same time. In the yeah. Premier League, a lot of English fans, we're going to be wanting to watch as much football as possible and these clubs are still going to want to get um, you know, they're going want to be wanted to be watched by as many uh, as possible. So it, it's going to be very interesting uh, to see how it does Come back. Um, what do you think will be the best way of tackling this, Lauren?
0: Um, it's interesting to see that they want to, you know, do like back-to-back <coughs> games a week. Um, sorry, over weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, obviously, like you said, they want to. Do want to try and keep obviously Sky and BT and all them happy? Uh, I, I see in BBC were mentioned as well, but I think it's unlikely that they'll be getting any, um, any if not many games. Um, yeah. I, like you said, obviously we we all want to see football back on the telly. So if that's the best way to do it, then you know, in order to keep both fans and you know, uh, likes of Sky and BT happy, then let's do it. But I don't know. I think it's going to be weird because obviously we had the whole thing of the Bundesliga coming back, and you know, obviously many people won't won't follow up German football. But I remember sitting down and watching the first game which was Dortmund, and thinking, oh yeah, I think this is nice to watch, but then watching all the other ones, and I thought, I, you just couldn't get yourself back into it, um, whether that's just because you just don't follow it, or whether you just don't support those teams, obviously it's going to be a lot different, I want, want to watch every single Liverpool game, that I possibly can, for the remainder of the season, um, but I think it will take people, you know, a couple of weeks, just to get back into the string of football, being on the telly, so, um, I think it's probably wise, that they, that they play every match, because, if it turns out that all the kickoffs are 3 p.m., then there's just going to be uproar from fans. I think. So yeah, I think it's wise that they do show show the games when they when they're back on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: It's interesting, the same here, obviously. Saturday, 12, then 2, then 4, then 6, then 8, and exactly the same on Sunday, which, wow, what a concept. My weekends would be absolutely sorted. Um, You know, I'd be in lockdown all weekend, happily, uh, for that. Um, But, yeah, let us know in the comments what you think. Would you love to see that format? It also talks about that there's a push from broadcasters to show midweek games as well, like we've seen this week uh, in the Bundesliga, um, which could see them kick off at 6 and 8. So, very interesting. Um, It's going to be... Good to see what comes from that meeting on Thursday, whether we're going to see this format or whether it's going to be like the Bundesliga with many games on at the same time. Who knows? At this point, um, I'm just happy to to get football back when possible. Um, The next um, statement, we've got the Premier League stuff that's just come out with with training to resume and then we'll go on to the season ticket and, and WSL stuff. Um, so they've released the following statement on Wednesday. It says Premier League shareholders today voted unanimously to resume contact training, marking another step towards restarting the Premier League season when safe to do so. Lauren, this is fantastic news. We spoke about at the time, me and Ross um, spoke about actually how tackling the abandoned uh, training isn't necessity for now. Uh, it's one of the first steps to getting things back to normal and, and for people to start feeling more safer for this yeah. to be allowed now. Um, means that clubs can accelerate their preparation for getting football back as quick as possible.
0: Yeah, well, tackles are part of the game. You know, you you can't go a game without one tackle being being made. Um so, yeah, like you said, in order, you know, for the players to start getting their preparation back in full swing and be able to to train properly and in, in you know in a game environment will be will be nice for them and just help them get back more into the swing of things because obviously they've been doing their own programs and stuff like that, but. You know, as part of as part of the game, you need you need to tackle. So like, yeah, obviously they want to try and avoid as much contact as possible. But you've seen from the Bundesliga matches, it's just not possible. It's just it's just engraved in the players that they play a certain way. You know, they all they're all jumping up for headers, they all they're like shoulder to shoulder in the box and there's a corner. So if you could do all that but there was no tackling, then it would have just been weird. So yeah, it's good that they've now given the green light for that to you know to start again.
1: It's interesting as well. There's been obviously rumours that players will be asked to turn their head away when going into a tackle, but obviously that's more dangerous. And then it's just very strange, but I can completely understand why at first it was banned in training, but now for it to be completely allowed and these players can do what they can, I mean, they're being tested twice a week or whatever it is anyway. So I I think it's safe to do so now. So uh, it's good to see. And as I say, hopefully now this will accelerate uh, when football can return and, and, you know, Teams will be more prepared and more likely to want it to be back when yeah. it can be. Um, to move on, John Henderson has said that the Premier League trophy Lift will be uh, obviously a bit strange uh, without fans. He's absolutely right, isn't it? Is't yeah. he, Lauren? Um, you know, I think we've all um, sort of uh, sort of started to understand what it's going to be like now. It's not going to be the party that we planned this summer. Um, but nonetheless, it's going to be very good to see Jordan Henderson from from our seats at home lifting that Premier League trophy, isn't it? We just want it back as soon as we can.
0: Yeah, exactly. If it's been a really long wait, so now for it to be extended even further because because of um, the coronavirus has been has been tough. But yet we've all we've all come to terms with the fact that you know we're not going to be able to see it at, at Anfield. Um, but to be able to just watch it on the telly, would be good, good enough for me. Um. Obviously, there's the whole thing about whether there will be a trophy lift last week. Um. So hopefully that does go ahead. So we got like it's hopefully it's safe enough to do that. But yeah, like you said, it's just gonna it'd be it'll be heartbreaking for both the players and and for like Klopp as well because, you, you can see how, how passionate they get after after games and how much they interact with the crowd after matches as well. So for for the, to not be a a big a big uh, stadium full of of fans will be weird, but. I'm sure we'll we'll celebrate when the time comes next season.
1: Yeah, these are the the, the sorts of moments that players dream about, isn't it? You, you know, it would have been amazing to be at Anfield and experience that trophy lift and the parade. We saw the numbers at the parade for the Champions League did last year. It was just incredible and yeah. you know those players seem to love being on the top of that bus with with Heineken's absolutely <laughs> loving life. So, you know, I think that they'll be as upset as, as we are that they can't experience that and they'll be more intent on doing exactly the same next season, making sure that we win it next season. So we can have this party um, doubled that we've been planning uh, this year anyway, but you know, it is di- disappointing, but I, I think we've all realized that this has to be the case with everything going on at the moment. Um, to go on to stuff that obviously, um, you know more about than me, Lauren, Liverpool FC has released a statement following the, the women's super league being suspended. Um, and it obviously it's difficult isn't it for vicky Jepson's side lauren obviously they were in the relegation zone they they've had a disappointing season um and for this to now be scrapped they could have got out of this mess they could yeah. have survived um but obviously it's likely now that they will be relegated uh, into the second division of women's football uh, what what do you make of this news lauren
0: yeah um it was They sort of just confirmed on Monday well we all already know the season's been officially canceled now, but we, we all gathered that was gonna happen anyway. Um, obviously Liverpool are at the bottom of the table at the minute, but we still had eight games left which is which is a third of our of our games remaining and there's only a point between us and the, and the place above us. Um, only one team gets relegated in the women's super league. so you know we can we can still we, we still had time to to get ourselves out of that relegation zone. You know, we could have put ourselves up to like fifth or sixth. Like, there's not, there's not that many points in between. So um, yeah, from like Liverpool perspective, it's it's really disappointing because um, we still don't know what's going to happen. Whether they're going to go off a points per game system, whether the season's just going to get voided completely, um, whether they're just going to promote but they won't relegate. Like we, we just have no idea. So hopefully in the next week or so we we find out, but. It would be heartbreaking for us to be relegated on on the basis of this sh- because you know, like I said, we we still had a lot of games to go, um, and, and I believe that we could have got ourselves out of it as well, which is which is even more frustrating.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've seen a couple of the videos over this as well with, with all these players. Obviously, it must be such a difficult situation for them knowing that it's probably not going to return, but they've still got to keep fit and ready and prepared to fight for to, to avoid relegation if it does return. I've seen a couple of videos. I think they did a cu- cooking challenge the other day, didn't they, yeah, with Becky Jane or, or something like that. So it's bit, very interesting, but uh, I think it's difficult now, obviously, as you said, and as, as Vicky Jepsen and to do here, that they've been prepared, they're difficult decisions, and it's disappointing. And they've been every single player, the backroom staff and Myself uh, would like to thank the fans for the of support this season and, and all that and they have been preparing to, to carry on the season but obviously they've been forced into this decision uh, so that's difficult for them and we're going to end on an update on match day tickets um, they're, they're refunding them for obviously season ticket holders um, after the government's confirmation of support for the potential return of professional football I think this was expected as well Lauren I think Everton were the first club to do this the other day and confirm that they will be obviously refunding. In all season ticket holders uh, and everyone who has bought a ticket for the remainder of the season, um, but it's it's good to see Liverpool doing it as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think I think it was expected for for every club. Um, obviously, there was the whole talk of whether they're going to refund you the money or whether they're going to just carry it over to next season's um, season ticket. Um, this is this was the first I'd heard about it because me and my dad both have season tickets, so it's nice that we we've got confirmation now that we know what's going to happen with it. And we can just, like, you know, sort of keep that money aside to go towards next season's ticket. But, yeah, I think it was expected. And I think if they didn't do it, there would have been a lot of uproar anyway. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Everton were the first one to do it. So, just followed in their footsteps. And I think I think every every club will be doing the same thing.
1: Absolutely. Um, we'll move on to the, the comments now. We've got a green super chat from Stephen Somerville. So, thank you for that, Stephen. Uh, it's on and Mbappe, Lauren. It says Mbappe ain't going to happen, but at least... We can have these transfer rumours that are going around the club, in which we wouldn't have ever had before. Yeah. This is exactly it, Stephen. I think when it first came out, we were all very excited. And Mbappe liked to flirt with it a bit. young Klopp enjoyed it as well. We know he admires Killian Mbappe, who doesn't. Um, it's very unlikely. It's it's not a Liverpool sort of deal, is it, Lauren? Um, but you know, it's it's something that we can all look look at and and hope for, uh, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he's only um, he's only twenty one, so you know he's still got a long career ahead of him. So you never know what's what's going to happen in the future. But I think I think in the next couple of years, it doesn't it doesn't seem very likely. But it's it's nice to know that that you're all linked with with a player of his caliber. Absolutely, um, we've got a
1: comment. Uh... We've got a comment from Johnny Walker saying Newcastle are now the richest club on the planet, um, so Shakiri Lalana, Lovren, Caris, and Klein can all go there in a 250 million barg- bargain bucket mega deal um <laughs> well that would be very interesting i don't think they are the richest club just yet um, i still think they'll have some troubles with that takeover going through especially with everything going on in the, in the world at the moment um but obviously if it does go through then of course they will be and it's going to be very interesting to follow newcastle united and what happens there who they go for that sort of thing but i think shakiri would be the sort of signing that would be interesting and would see them going in the right direction don't you Lauren?
0: yeah exactly i think i think he'd be he'd be more than willing to go there um and it'd be a nice first signing for them as well obviously you know the probably they've been linked with with um with bigger and better players but yeah I think that'd be a really good move for both Newcastle and Cardy
1: yeah uh, Shlomo Skates agrees with me saying it's the perfect signing for Newcastle to start building their project and George Fuller says it would be a shame but I think it would be best for the guys sadly too injury prone for us and makes room in the squad for Werner and I think that's absolutely right and I think that's what we all have to focus on and that's where we'll leave it for today you know shakiri going would be difficult we've got a, a, an abundance of, of good memories of him at the club but We're upgrading our squad and and Timo Werner coming to the club would obviously be an excellent replacement. So thank you very much for watching today, guys. And we'll be back on Friday for the news. Ta-ra. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.